Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. Uh, today I want to talk about my new batteries. So I recently sold my uh, other batteries. Um, if you guys have not listened to the last podcast about one of the batteries I purchased from one of the companies, definitely listen to it because the battery almost caught fire, like no joke. Definitely check out that podcast. It was a, the last one right before this one. Okay. Um, but now we're moving forward a little bit. So I currently have new batteries. And they are lithium ion. And they are Tesla batteries. Okay. So the last batteries I had was Tesla batteries. The new batteries I have now are Tesla batteries too. But they're the... So for a lot of people that don't realize this or don't know this, Tesla, so Tesla didn't actually make the actual cells back then, okay, like a while back into their Gigavac, um, you know, facility and um, manufacturing was put into place. So they had a deal with a battery manufacturer and they purchased the batteries, but then they reconfigured them and put them into the Tesla made their own packs in a certain way. That's kind of how it worked, right? But, you know, now moving forward, Tesla manufactures their own. Um, they have, you know, they're on a big scale now. So I do have Tesla batteries. They're a different style. They don't look the same. They're completely different. And what they are, they are actually the 2019 model. So actually brand new this year, um, Tesla batteries. And they came out of a 2019 Tesla Model S electric vehicle. So that's what I have now. Um, they're different, obviously, than the other batteries I had. Um, they look different. Um, they perform the same because essentially they're the same um, 18650 batteries within them, right? Um, but the battery packs are different voltages now. So the other batteries I had were 60 volts. Each battery was set at 60 volts. That's how they had them wired and configured. So on my last system, for me, I didn't need to go up in voltage anymore because I already had the voltage that I wanted, which was 60 volts. So it, to wire those, those other batteries before um, was very simple. You just wire all the positives together. You wire all the negatives together. And then you have a you know one positive and one negative coming off the battery that goes into your um, your system, your solar system, and that's how I ran those other batteries. And perfect, no problems at all. Uh, I, I love those last batteries; absolutely love them. Now, um, going forward with my new batteries, um, they're a completely different voltage. Okay, these packs are twenty-four volts each. Okay, but I don't run a twenty-four volt system. So that means I have to wire more than one battery in series to create a voltage that is suitable for my system. So my system is very flexible and my system can run on 48 volts or 60 volts. Okay, that's how I was able to get away with running the 60 volt system was because my system 
can accommodate, you know, 48 or 60. So it was a, so it worked out very well. So now the new batteries that I have, the battery packs from Tesla, they're 24 volts each. So essentially what I've had to do is take two batteries and wire them in series. That way I can create a 48 volt battery pack. 48 volt will work with my system. My system will run perfect. So no problem. But now I have to run, I have to wire multiple batteries, right? More than, more than just two, because I, I want to create more of a battery bank or a bigger battery or capacity, right? Storage, more storage. Um, so I currently have six of these newer batteries um, installed. I actually have them installed um, in my power room on the, they're actually mounted to the wall um, up by the ceiling, believe it or not. And so um, I have every two batteries is wired in series. And then on those two batteries on the end of each side, I'll have a positive and negative. So I have positive and negative coming off every pair of batteries. They come down and they get terminated into a terminal block. A very I have a very heavy duty terminal block. So I can consolidate the negatives and consolidate the positives. And then coming off this terminal block, is a positive and on the other block is a negative so now i have just two wires now coming from that block going to my system it goes to a gigavac switch and the gigavac switch basically what it is is a very heavy duty um disconnect switch that's basically what it is okay it's a, basically just an on and off switch but a heavy duty gigavac switch that's what it goes through and then from there, it goes into my my DC side of my system where I have now everything, you know, kind of divided up a little bit where the solar comes in and it goes through there and where my inverters are connected all in there. So, um, so far, I have been very happy with the new batteries. The only downside of the new batteries is that it takes I have to. I have to install two batteries, right? I have to wire every two batteries in series, which means it's not as, I need more batteries, essentially, right? Because the 60 volt batteries, you just wire them in um, all in parallel. And so the battery capacity could build very quick, right? Because the voltage was already there. This one, I have to wire it where I can bring the voltage up, but the battery capacity stays the same for that, for those two batteries in that pack essentially give or take so um that's the only downside of it um but the upside of it is basically it runs and operates basically the exact same as the other batteries now i should state um i spent more money on the newer batteries i have compared to the older batteries that i had even the older batteries i had was only like a year old or a year and a half old they weren't even that old um, but different style, different voltage, right? So now that I have my new Tesla batteries installed, mounted on the wall, um, I did have ex one bad experience with one battery that I ended up purchasing from a company slash person. Because um, what happened was I ended up purchasing majority of the batteries from one company, from one person. And then I ended up buying one battery from a different person. And the reason for it was because when I placed my order for the batteries, they didn't have any more in stock from the other guy or from the other company at the time, right? 
And so it kind of forced me to kind of go find another company to buy another battery from. And that's what I did. And when I got that battery in, um, I had nothing but problems with it. Definitely check out the last podcast, guys. I swear to God, you guys need to listen to that. It was the most scary event that I've ever had to deal with when it came to solar, batteries, um, charge controllers, wire, all that stuff. One of the most scary events. But with that aside, that has been done and we're moving forward. Um, the new batteries are wired up and they're working very well. They basically perform just like my other lithium-ion batteries because essentially they're the same but different, if that makes sense. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've been really happy with them, even though they cost me more money to purchase them and not only that, to ship them in. Um, but overall, um, you know, this is the, the choices that I make for my home, right? And so there's no right or wrong answers, you know, all because I'm doing my system my way and doing it with Tesla batteries and stuff doesn't mean you have to do it that way, right? At the end of the day, as long as you're happy with Whatever you're doing, that's all that matters, guys. Okay? That's all that matters. Now, um, these new batteries, they've been online now running for, hmm, let's see, probably, well, well over a month, a couple months now at least. Um, I do have a video that's going to be coming up on it. Uh, I'm trying to put it together for everybody so I can kind of showcase them and explain and kind of go over them a little bit. But for those of you that listen to my podcast, I want to give you guys the first hand, you know, that you guys hear what's happening first hand, stay up to date. Uh, now, I do have a BMS system installed on the battery. So i uh, kind of give you guys an idea of what I did. So the BMS systems that come on all these Tesla batteries, essentially you cannot use them for what we're doing. Okay, their, their BMS system that's built on is more proprietary to their own system for Tesla. Now, there, there is some companies out there where you can plug in, but it's a little bit more complicated than it needs to be, right? So what I did was I actually removed the BMS system, the stock one that came with them, removed them because I can't use them. And I basically have the lead wires that come off of the, the cells, the packs within the you know, in the battery itself. Uh, and for me to get going before I had my actual BMS system for all the batteries connected, what I did temporarily, which was a very cheap and cost-effective way to do it, honestly, an easy way, was I purchased what's called a Tenergy 5N1 um, battery meter. Okay? They're cost-effective, they're easy to hook up. They're easy. They're super easy, guys. Super easy. And it gives you what you need to do. It gives you all the voltages of every individual sales, you know, all of that stuff. And that's what I did initially to kind of get me by. That way I could make sure the packs were, you know, balanced within themselves. And um, with the ironic thing about that little cheap, inexpensive um, battery monitor, checker, balancer, it you could actually balance your batteries. Now, it's not, you know, it's a smaller unit, obviously. It's a cheaper unit, but it works, okay? Um, I used it to balance all my batteries. What I did was I disconnected. I only had one of them. So what I did was I connected it to one battery, and I went through the, the modes of it, and I basically put it into balancing mode to balance that one battery. 
And then once that battery was done, I moved it over to the next battery, did the same thing, and I worked down the line to make sure all my batteries were balanced, you know, as of that time, right? Uh, and then I have a different BMS system now installed. I still have the Tenergy 5-in-1 as a backup or just a checker or whatever I want um, or for future projects. And that's what got me by, honestly, because these BMS systems can be quite expensive. I mean, I should know because I ended up spending a lot of money on a BMS system from a company called Batrium. Now, some of you may be familiar with them and some of you may not be familiar with them. Now, I had high hopes for them, okay? Um, but I'm going to go into the whole Batrium um, debacle in another podcast. That, that deserves its own podcast. Believe me, it does. Um, but the moral of the story here is I do have new batteries. They're running awesome. Um, I do have my BMS system on there. They're doing great. Um, if you guys are looking for a really just cost-effective um, battery cell monitor um, balancer, check out the Tenergy 5-in-1. Um, I'll put a link in the description of this podcast for it. If you guys, you guys just click on it, it'll take you where I bought mine and you guys can buy one if you guys need one. Now it's not an active balancer per se. It is a manual balancer. And the difference is an active balancer, it just stays live, right? It's connected to everything and it's monitoring everything nonstop. And if everything, as you're charging through the day or whatever, if something, one of the cells gets higher, It'll mitigate it and help drop that cell down to be level out with the rest of them, right? So that way they're all charging and being around the same. Well, the one I have, the well, not the Tenergy one, I should say, um, it's more of a manual. So it's not active. It doesn't just stay on balancing 24-7. Um, you, you manually just say, yes, I want to balance. And you press, you know, you engage the balance mode and it'll, it'll go ahead and balance it. And then once it's done balancing, it'll it'll automatically switch back over to the regular mode of just monitoring so you can check your cells and stuff. But if I want to balance again, you have to go back into it and manually, um, you know, um, engage it to um, balance again. But it's a very simple system. You just press one, two buttons and it does it. Um, but th that is a difference, right? It's not an active balancer. You have to say you want it to balance and it will balance. It balances very slowly. Because it's a small system, you know, it's a small little balancer. Um, and, it's, you know, it's just a small little cheap device. But it does work. So I was actually surprised that it worked. So, um, so I, I can, I can um, you know, say it did work because I tried it out for sure. But I'll leave a link in the description if you guys are interested for that device. So, um, yeah, I'm very happy with what I have now. So I have a total of six batteries now. Um, essentially, what that gives me is... I believe that was 30, I think it's 30.1. I think it's, th no, yeah, 30.1 kilowatt hours. Now, my other battery th that I had that I sold was 33 kilowatts, okay? So I'm very close, but I'm more than happy with just the six batteries because with the other batteries, I had so much battery capacity that I, e I barely touched any of the capacity, in them, like running everything all night long. I have regular refrigerators, you know, all that kind of stuff. I have smart switches, so they run, they consuming power and, you know, all these other things. Just continuously using power TVs and flat screens and, you know, so on. And I barely touched the capacity in there. And so that's what made me realize that I didn't, for if I was going to buy new batteries, which I did, I didn't need to go and buy 11 of them because I barely touched the capacity of them. So the six batteries i currently have now are working very well 
and it's meeting my needs by sure i'm from what i've noticed i am using like overnight because an overnight is when it really counts because there's no sun you know there's no no way to charge the batteries unless you have a wind turbine now what i've noticed is i'm using about five to ten percent of my battery capacity overnight with the current six batteries which is really good that is really really good so I'm, I'm impressed with that and I'm really happy with that. Now, obviously, if I was using a, like a lot more capacity, then of course it wouldn't be meeting my needs. And then I would need to add more batteries to create a bigger battery bank or more capacity. That way I wouldn't be pulling as much power out of a smaller battery pack, right? But with the six batteries and me only pulling five to 10% of the actual capacity out all night, that's really good. That's really good. And I do notice that these batteries actually charge up just as fast as the other batteries I had. So normally, um, my battery bank would be fully charged by about 10, between 10 and 10.30 in the morning, depending if there's clouds and so forth, obviously. Um, but right around 10.30, by the latest, my batteries are completely fully charged already. So they charge very quickly. They hold a ton of power in there. The energy density is off the charts, of course. It holds a lot of power. There's no joke about that. Uh, and like I said, I'm only using about 5 to 10% of the battery capacity overnight. So it is meeting my needs for sure. So I just wanted to disclose and I want to be upfront with everybody with the batteries I am currently have, um, using now that I purchased. Um, what I rec here's, here's the thing I, I get sometimes. Would I recommend other people to buy the Tesla batteries? That's debatable. Um, it's, it's very debatable. I love them. I personally love them, but I've had a lot of time to deal with them, right? The thing I don't love about them is they're very expensive. Very expensive. I mean, it is no joke. They're very, very expensive, especially for me or people like me that live in Hawaii because we have to pay this just outrageous shipping fees plus hazmat fees and you know forwarding fees and all this stuff just to bring these batteries here so it adds to the cost like a lot so the batteries are expensive already plus the shipping and all that stuff it just gets out of control so that's the one thing i don't like is that the, it's expensive for me if you live in the mainland and stuff or you have excess you have you you can get these batteries without having to like ship them you know overseas and stuff <laughs> Um, you know, it might be more cost effective, but they're still pricey compared to the other batteries that are out there like lead acid batteries and, you know, there's other batteries, obviously. Um, so I can't really say I would recommend them, but I can say from experience that, that it is a night and day difference. I would never go back to any other type of battery for the rest of my life. I will never go back to a lead acid battery for my solar needs for to power my home. That will never happen again. The only thing that might change going forward in the future is in, unless they come up with a better battery that is better than the lithium-ion Tesla batteries I have now, that would be the only only reason I would be changing. And that would only be I would only change only if my batteries failed, the new ones. Now, the question I might be getting is how long should or how long do I expect these batteries to last? That's a good question, you know? Really good question, because honestly, I don't know the answer to that. I don't think most people do, honestly, right? 
And if someone's going to tell you an answer to that, I think they're lying. Because they don't personally know. You know? So, all we can do is do a very good estimate. And the way I'm estimating it is basically like this. The Tesla vehicles, the electric vehicles, have a lot of these batteries in there, right? And they, the cars themselves, their battery packs, if you look at the Tesla website or look at the forms and stuff, there's a lot of information out there. It says that these batteries will last a really long time, a really long time before they're degraded to a point where they need to be replaced. Now, this is in a vehicle moving a heavy object down the road every day, right? Pulling a lot of power out of them and putting a lot of power back into them when they charge, right? The amount of heat, right? Because these batteries are, you can also cool them with, the, um, you know, water or a coolant. Um, and so th they have this in the vehicle because as you charge them or you're taking power out, the batteries can get hot, right? Now, in our case, for solar needs, that's not the case, right? We, the batteries, my batteries don't get hot at all. They stay, they stay cold compared to that one bad battery that they sent me. But with, with, with that aside, uh, my batteries stay cold, which is great because I know they're not getting hot. They're not getting warm. So that means that for one, I'm not even coming close to one of those aspects of having it in a car, right? The other aspect is, is that I'm not moving this big, heavy object down the road, the car. I'm powering my home, which is the, the, the energy need is way less way, way less than what, what, what it would take to move the car down the road, okay? So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I get at least, I, I don't know if this is for sure, I might get less, I might get more, I don't know, but we will find out as time goes on and I'll be updating people as time goes on. But I am hoping I get at least, at least 20 years out of these batteries, at least. If I can get 20 years out of these batteries, I'll be more than happy. More than happy. But, you know, time will tell. And um, we'll see how it works, you know. And in 20 years, if it does, you know, get to a point where I need to replace them, that's fine. You know, in 20 years, saving the amount of money to buy these batteries again is nothing. You know, you, I can easily do that. And I think most people could. In 20 years, if you can't save enough money to, um, you know, purchase some um, expensive things for your, your home or for your life or your family... Uh, then you might have to reevaluate what you're doing with your life, right? Obviously. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping to at least get 20 years. If I can get 30 years out of it, oh, I'll be ecstatic. Ecstatic. Because by then, uh, God, I'll be old. <laughs> so, um, anyway, guys, um, if you guys are interested in Tesla batteries and using them for your own home, um, be cautious of them. Listen to my last podcast. That will be an eye-opener, I promise you. Um, but if you are interested in them, um, I'm sure you could source them. Because if I can source them, and I live in Hawaii, you can source them as well. You might have to go through some loopholes and some red tape like I had to. But in the end, you can get them, right? Um, and it depends if you're willing to spend that kind of money on them, obviously, right? Now, um, I wish somebody had these batteries running a lot longer than I have. Um, I know some people do have them, but they don't have enough time, right? There's no one has 20 years on these batteries yet. Nobody has 30 years on these batteries yet to testify to say, Hey, yeah, the batteries are still doing great. Or 
no, the batteries lasted only so long and they didn't work so well, you know, that kind of stuff. So we're all kind of within this little like experiment, I guess you could call it, right? I'm seeing how long the new technology of lithium ion batteries will last. And obviously they will last longer if you take care of them, right? There's no maintenance on the battery compared to lead acid batteries, zero maintenance. But you do want to take care of them, right? Don't abuse them, right? Don't drain them down to nothing and don't, you know, charge them all to the very, very top. And God, do not overcharge them at all. Don't do that. But, you know, like for me, I'm only pulling 5 to 10% of the battery capacity that I do have. That's nothing. That's nothing. I'm barely touching the battery capacity. So that means I can prolong my battery life because I'm barely taking anything out of it as every day goes by, right? Obviously, if I was pulling like 50% of the battery out, that battery will last probably a little bit less than a battery that I'm only pulling 5 to 10% of the capacity out, obviously, right? So we will see, guys. We will see. So anyway, um, I hope you guys have um, the best of luck in you guys' projects. And um, I look forward to um, sharing more information with you guys. And I'm just sharing my experience. And hopefully you guys are able to pick up on some tips and tricks. And maybe some things to do and some things not to do, right? In the end, if if anything happens and you guys take anything, one thing away from my channel and it's some type of information, regardless if it's good or bad, that's all that I'm trying to do is just trying to help everyone as much as I can. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys in the next one.